Hi there, thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm Adrian McLean from The Speaker's Practice. Uh, it's great to have you join us for our podcast, I Think Bigger, Grow and Succeed. We are interviewing professionals on the topic of seeing the bigger picture and discuss how individuals at work or in business can do this so they grow and ultimately succeed at their goals. This interview is designed to be motivational and uplifting. We're discussing skills and approaches to get you to the next level. This is Series 3 of Think Bigger, Grow and Succeed and it's sponsored by The Speaker's Practice and is a program to support business owners, executives and professional individuals wanting to develop their career or business. Today, I'm thrilled we have joining us Eric John from BGSE. It's great to have you with us, Eric. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me, Adrian. Much appreciated. Eric's been recognised as one of the top 10 Australian business strategists and experts to watch in 2021 by the Australian Business Journal. So that's quite an achievement in itself. As an MBA qualified leading business strategist, business growth, future-proofing and expert specialist, Eric's passion is to help businesses achieve their goals by being part of the team and bringing in independent views and expertise to complement the small business and medium-sized businesses team to produce exceptional outcomes. Eric is a fellow of the Institute of Managers and Leaders. Eric started his career with Deloitte Haskins and Sells Australia and has had a long and successful career in leading Australian companies in various senior roles with Avis, Jaguar, Rover, Audi, Daimler, Chrysler and Hyundai, including being a general manager of a $1.4 billion company subsequently Eric has moved into SME Management Consultancy where he has achieved great business successes for his clients using his holistic multidisciplinarian approach, including being named in the BRW Fast Starters List and Business Award winners. Well, wow, Eric, you've got so much expertise there. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking forward to, to hearing about your advice and thoughts about thinking bigger about who you are and what you offer the world because really uh, getting out of our comfort zones and seeing a bigger picture of what we what is totally possible is sometimes something that we find a bit difficult. Yes, 100%. I'm in total agreement. Happy to share some of my thought and my experience. Uh, that's why I'm here. Yeah. So our first question for today is what are the pros and cons of staying in your comfort zone? Yeah, I think that is a good starting question, isn't it? Oh, I think most of us will agree, Adrian. You know, when you're talking about staying in your comfort zone, you know, just like the feeling of, you know, sitting in your nice, comfortable lounge room at home, you know, everything's so familiar and, and you feel so nice and secure. 
Um, I think that most probably one of the positive thing why people would like to stay in their comfort zone. And another reason is I think, you know, as a human being, psychologically staying in our comfort zone, I guess, you know, make us feel relaxed and not being anxious because we can relate to and we can leverage on our past experience where we would understand the possible outcome and maybe also anticipate some of the possible challenges. And we already, you know, knew how to, you know, I guess, tackle them. So most probably, you know, those are two, I mean, the reason and, and, and pro about staying in the comfort zone. But when you go into business, either for yourself or, or maybe you're in a, a higher level job, uh, in the in the corporate world, you you're not normally just sort of so comfortable that it, it all goes smoothly and and things uh, start to to become difficult and challenges uh, and it all starts to get us out of that uh, that sort of comfortable state and we're having to to work out how to solve problems. Uh, what advice have you got there where people are starting to be stretched and, and learning ultimately? Yes, yes, you're, you're 100% right. Look, the reality is that if we want to make a big progress, we cannot keep staying in our comfort zone. I think we've got to recognize that. Therefore, as you know, some of us are aware, the saying, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Mm. All it is is if you do not you know, try something new, you will not succeed at anything new. Mm -hmm. So staying in your comfort zone is certainly limiting your potential. And I do not recommend that if we want to grow and flourish, that we stay in our comfort zone. We got no choice, but certainly venture outside. 100% right there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, our next question is... Uh going along the same lines, but what do you think your recommendations for thinking bigger about who you are and and what you offer the world, your aspirations? Because if, if we're going to really uh, uh, leave a legacy, we've got to sort of see a, a bigger picture or, or see more of what we're able to achieve. Yes, yes. Certainly that is a challenge, Adrian. So maybe, maybe what I want to share is before talking about recommendation for, you know, thinking bigger about, you know, your goal and aspiration. I just want to share some comment on some I call common wisdoms. Okay. Uh, this common wisdom sometimes actually trip us. Okay. The first one is that you must work hard to be successful. We heard it all the time, especially in older generation. That is really the uh, keyword. I, I got to agree. Obviously, it is a very important ingredient, but I think in itself, it's not enough. I think what we should do is we should work smarter to achieve better outcome. Mm -hmm. So, in other words, we should find a better and more effective ways to achieve success. So, working harder is good. But really, you need to find a way to work smarter. That's my comment about that, that wisdom. The second one, maybe I should uh, reflect on another wisdom is, you know, just do it. 
sounds very like a edgy slogan, I guess. <laughs> well, I think it's right in a way. Like, you know, you've got to take action to achieve, you know, certain outcome. Mm. But, you know, your energy and effort will be more fruitful if you actually spend time do the thinking, then do the planning, and then actually doing the doing. Mm. Yeah. What, what, what do you think about uh, those comments, Adrian? Well, yes. Uh, sometimes we just get get lost in it, and uh, and there's a whole lot of. Uh, well, firstly, there's a whole lot of negative self-talk about mm. oh, I'm not good enough. I can't do that, or mm. that um, that just seems too big a stretch for this company to go there uh you know we uh, as individuals can hold ourselves back and that sort of thinking can hold back the business too and uh, as you say um just do it (laughs) (laughs) it was one of the the best taglines ever i think (laughs) Yeah, so I'll share my recommendation about thinking bigger with your goals and aspiration. I think first and foremost, you've got to follow your heart and your passion in terms of what your goals are without worrying about possible limitation. A lot of us say, oh, gee, you know, I want to do this. I want to do exactly what you said. But, but, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. I haven't got this. I haven't got that. Interesting thing, if you have a look, right, like Jon Utzon, we know who he is, obviously, Danish architect who designed the opera house. Can you imagine if his thinking was, gee, you know, I got to make sure I understand all the limitation, you know, architecturally, what can be built and what can't be built. He would not have won the contest and we would not have the opera house because of the sale design is so unique. Mm. It took several years, you know, for, for the architects and, and the engineers and builders to come up with a solution, you know, how to build the sales, yeah. right? So yeah. exactly like what I mean, if you start thinking about limitation at the beginning, you, mm. you are virtually limiting yourself straight away. You've got to imagine that by the grace of God, you can do anything, mm. right? And then you'll find a way somehow. It's what what is your heart says, what is your passion uh, all about, okay? I, I can, you know, maybe, you know, give you some, you know, example with that uh, a bit later. And if you cannot visualize how it will look like, you know, when you achieve your goals, you will not be motivated to action. You yeah. will not have the passion because you can't see it. Right, mm. it is also difficult to you, and then everything seems to be so far away, but it's not possible, right? Mm. Um, you know, the same thing people say. You know, they want to go to Mars. Eventually, they get there. They want to go to the moon. Eventually, they get there. They don't say, "Well, you know, it's impossible," right? Mm. So, if you have looked at, you you need to be able to visualize that. Give you an example, right? If you visualize that you want to run a successful professional practice, for example, mm. what most probably will drive you and, and make you take action is that you, you can see the picture that you are becoming financially secure, mm. 
for you and your family. You say, "Wow, that is great!" All right, and then you can see people recognize you for your reputation and work. Say, "Well, this is nice," and you feel happy because you make a difference in their life. You know, and 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 you actually do something there that make a difference because of your service. You know, mm-hmm. in our case, obviously, they can sleep better at night because they can manage their cash flow. They have money in the bank. That business can you know sustain and and grow and have some business value for their retirement, for example. Right? Yes. yes. You know, and then and then you have a good team, and you know that you're actually contributing by nurturing the next generation for your successor somehow. And then you know, like most of us, including you, Adrian, you know, we are giving back to the community and feel a sense of fulfillment. You get involved with Hornsby. Chamber of Commerce. I get involved with the Paramount Chamber of Commerce, a treasurer and director for the past eight years. So we get involved in certain things. We actually be able to get back. We feel wow, okay, you know, we, we can see it. You know, those are some of the goals we want to do that because those are, I guess, the, I think, what we call success and the the, the benefit that motivate us to get there, isn't it? Yes, and that's actually quite. A, that's a very good point around. Uh, having like su- success markers uh, yes. to, to see that you you can uh, you've achieved that uh, along your journey, so to speak. Yes, and then obviously, you know, as I mentioned, once you can visualize your goals and say, "Yes, that's what I want. I can see it. I can feel it. I really want to. I want. I want it." Right. Yes. Then you'll find a way by actually. Doing it strategically, not mm-hmm. just do it. Right? Actually, you got to spend some time doing the thinking, mm-hmm. and then you know, spend some time doing the planning. And with that in place, you can focus on the area that you need to get on with it to be successful. I guess. So those are my recommendation how to go about it. Mm-hmm. I think you raise uh, some very good points there. Often you hear people say that you've got to visualize it, but the, but that's about what they say. But but what you're saying is that you've got to visualize it and use it as a starting point to for where you want to go, and put those negative thoughts aside, uh, and then just just keep keep to the vision and. And that's a really, uh, really important point for people because uh, it, it sort of, uh, I suppose it gives them a, a, an end goal, so to speak. That's right. You, you are so right. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. So um, now what happens when, <laughs> when they've, they've visualised <laughs> this and they've, they've put aside their... <laughs> their thoughts of uh, of uh, anything holding them back. Uh, then, what happens when they go out of their comfort zone and test these new approaches? Yeah, Does it always work. <laughs> no, I guess you know the success is obviously in the implementation. You know, I think one of the major challenges in the of you know making a big jump. You know, normally we feel you know very anxious indeed. So you need to find a way. Uh, to to manage your anxiety, right? You got to find a way. Different people got different approach. You know, some of them, 
you know, having me time. Some of them obviously, you know, doing meditation. Uh, some of them read book or whatever it is that, you know, basically, you know, can reach your anxiety. Obviously, in this instance, is having some, you know, the, you know, coach in the area maybe is good uh, because it also involves some, you know, the mindset and psychological challenges that, you know, some of the coaches specialize in the area can help you. Mm-hmm. And uh, however, I think once we recognize that it's necessary to take risks to move forward, right, that is very important that the recognition that if we want to move forward, there is no other alternative, right? You've got to take risks and you definitely will experience some setback. If you ever look at, you know, Michael Jordan or, or all these great people, they always have a lot of setback before they become successful, mm-hmm. right? And you got to understand, you know, the, you know, no pain, no gain. Along the way, there will be some value that should be, you know, the lesson learned. And, and you know, when you're ready to do it, you know, that's where, you know, resilience is important. Mm-hmm. And um, it's time to do it. And, uh, you know, you, you, I guess, surround yourself with some good people, some but it can help you in different areas and uh, get started, basically. Mm. Yes. Uh, uh, when we, uh, as service professionals, start to think we want to start our own business, uh, the challenges and things that happen along the way, uh, you, you don't realise uh, when it sounds a good idea at the time, but the risks that you have to take and the, uh, and the setbacks that you have, really do set the uh, uh, your resilience that's so true yes that's why i think that you know because you know i'm a strategist so the way i see it is that look why i see to the thinking right you're talking about business now to start a business you really need to start to think and plan what sort of business you are going to be involved you know and you've got to be holistic about it how are you going to compete in the current market right? Mm-hmm. And how are you going to make it work? So your business plan got to be holistic, you know, obviously have the normal big picture, vision, mission, and culture, and then you will have a look at the, the customer that you are focusing on, mm-hmm. and why your product and services will be suitable. And then as I said, you know, have a look at the marketing and sales, how can you, you know, communicate to them, convert them into client, and how are you going to create the operation that fulfill that and the people that make it work for you. And then, you know, at the end, you know, the customer service, because, you know, business is all about customer, it's all of us know, it's about people. Now, when you jump into business, normally you're good at one or two things, right? Unless you have proper strategic business plan you are all over the place mm-hmm. you're burning your money and you get stuck you know in terms of cash flow and profitability you say well it's not working right mm-hmm. so which is very different in large organization now, my background is blue chips company right you've got all the resources obviously you have corporate strategy you have departmental strategy you know you basically you know make everything work you know doing a lot of thinking together doing a lot of planning together, then it's department actually executing, you know, the action plan. Mm. And basically, you know, go in there, you know, just try to 
put up fires, earn some living, pay people, pay bills. Uh, very different approach. That's why, you know, we we think that, you know, for them to try something a bit more strategic and better is the way to go. How do you put together a strategy? So, so normally what we do is obviously, you know, we have a look at a business owner profile. You know, if they are risk averse, obviously, really, they need to have a look at businesses uh, that, you know, has uh, lesser risks. And obviously, if they are more entrepreneurial and, you know, have higher risk uh, profile, we can design the business accordingly. Because at the end, uh, you know, the way the business owner thing is very important, their risk profile is very important. If we create the wrong business for them, you know, either they will be totally stressed out or it's totally uninspiring for them because, you know, they say, well, you know, I'm not really interested in this. You know, there's no challenge in there. Mm. So so I think when we talk about strategic uh, approach, I think very importantly, when we have a look at business owners, we got to say, okay, if you want to be realistic, and get into business. First of all, you got to check your mindset, whether you have the mindset to be successful in running a business. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, uh, Adrian, you and me know, look, there are so many other ways, right? You know, you can go about your life. Obviously, mm -hmm. being an employee is one option. You know, being a contractor, you know, even doing the way running your own business, another option. But actually trying to scale and grow your business is totally different kettle of fishes full of minefield that you've got to navigate and you certainly need help. Mm -hmm. So I think if you think you have the right mindset, you know, you're, you're quite optimistic, you know, you can see, okay, even COVID-19, always silver lining, okay, you know, like they will always follow night, okay? And mm -hmm. it's not going to be, you know, you know, darkness, you know, for the next seven years, okay? The next day, basically, you know, hopefully sunshine, maybe raining, maybe cloudy, but <laughs> Light, okay. So if you have a look at that, they will certainly keep you going. And, and then you really need to, you know, be persistent, have resilience because under the current, you know, much more uncertain environment with the war and then, you know, uh, inflation and supply chain issue, uh, you name it, you know, human resources issue. You need to have the resilience to work it through. Obviously, you need to get help when you need it. But you cannot say, well, it's all too hard. You know, that's say I'm going to pack my bag and go. <laughs> Why do you want to go into business? Why don't you just work for people? Let the business owner worry about it, right? Because yeah. your mindset basically will not be able to cope. No. So I think that's the first thing. And then obviously, you know, uh, the basic uh, strategic approach is do a lot of thinking. Right. And in, in the big picture area and then, you know, come up with the right business model that will work and then also do some financial modeling so you can see, you know, what is the outcome if you take certain action mm. or profit and cash flow. Um, and then, you know, from that, I guess, you know, you, you've got to focus on the key area you should focus first, I call it you know, low-hanging fruit approach because mm -hmm. SME got limited resources. They don't have, you know, time and money to do everything. So you've got to have a look at the area that you should, you know, focus first, make it work to bring the, you know, best result. Um, and I think that is the way to go is it's going to be ongoing journey.
Fantastic. Okay. Well, our last question is, uh, what's the best approach to achieving a goal? Uh, yes. Uh, most probably I have uh, said some tips along the way. Yes. Uh, to maybe summarize that uh, again, number one, have the right mindset. Be yeah. optimistic and have some resilience to overcome setback. Number two, adopt, think, plan, and do approach and be mm. strategic and holistic about it. Mm. Uh, I guess number three, you've got to start well. In other words, don't just do it. Okay? <laughs> 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 I think that is the biggest mistake. That's why statistically a lot of businesses you know, go out the back door, you know, 88% of them go out the back door in the first three years. And very importantly, I think the fourth one is very important for sustainability and growth. You've got to monitor your journey and take corrective action. Okay, mm. I just share with you interesting story about you know Apollo thirteen. Okay, obviously successfully landed on the moon, so hundred percent success rate. But interestingly, during the journey, they only around three percent correct at any time. Oh. How did they get there? Ground control. Oh. God can get telling them, look, you've got to do this, you've got to do that so you can get there, so you can land on the moon, right? Yeah. That's why, you know, part of our approach, we work with business owners actually going through their business performances you know, understand what it is and take corrective action, make sure that they eventually get to where they want to be. Mm. Yeah, oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a food for thought for sure. Yes, <laughs> and, uh, certainly, uh, some great advice there, Eric. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. So I, I would uh, just want to say a few final words. You know, I would say that you know, running a business with a, a clear roadmap, how to compete in the current environment and market, you are destined to stumble and fall. So uh, I would like to share with you as a business strategist, you know, uh, my role is to work with SME business owners to create a clear strategic direction for the company growth, sustainability, and exit. And you got to do it holistically. By the way, my methodology, even though I designed it myself for SME where, when I did my doctorate, has been done by a large corporation for many years, nothing new to them. Just the SME, uh, because of their you know, experience and knowledge and resources, don't do them. And if any, you know, one of the listener, you know, want to have a chat with me and you know discuss, you know, different approach to achieve better success, more than happy to. You know, they can contact me at Eric T E R I C T at P G E S dot co, or they can you know leave a message or call me direct on my mobile phone. Zero four zero one nine nine zero two zero zero. Yep, happy to have a chat. Fantastic. Okay. Well, thank you, Eric, so much for your time and and all the things that you've shared with us. Uh, it's wonderful. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you, and uh, looking forward uh, for future discussions. <laughs>